This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. You know, what better way to make your way onto a show than, than twists, ounce of truth? She said she was out, we were out with these people. Are we friends with all these people? She said these infidelities happened with, of course. Stay tuned. We'll get into the conversation right after these quick ads. Hey, raindrops. Happy New Year. So look, before we get into today's episode... I have a big announcement to make. Ever since I started this podcast, you all have been asking me for the visuals, okay? I feel like Beyonce with her Renaissance album and how the Beehive has been begging her since July (laughs) for the visuals. That's what my raindrops have been doing. Carlos, we want the visuals to your podcast. We want the visuals. Well, guess what, baby? I am now going to provide you with the visuals. Yes. Round of applause. Come on, sound effects. So look, starting now, you can log on to my new YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash at the Carlos King underscore. Again, youtube.com slash at the Carlos King underscore and you all will get the visuals of my interviews with our favorite stars from Teresa Judice to Tammy Roman to Ramona Singer to Giselle Kobe Bryant baby. So make sure you like and subscribe to my YouTube page. And when you subscribe to my YouTube page, I got something special for my subscribers that you won't get anywhere else. So make sure, again, youtube.com slash at the Carlos King underscore and watch me in action. All right, let's get in today's episode. On today's episode of Reality with the King, I am joined by Real Housewives of New Jersey star, Margaret Joseph. Come on through. On today's episode, we talk about it all. This upcoming season of The Real Housewives of New Jersey, how she and Teresa got into it on stage about me, yes, yours truly, Carlos, and what that was about. We also talk about Melissa Gorga, what has been said about Melissa joining the show, and Margaret's thoughts on that. This was a fun, insightful conversation, and I cannot wait for y'all to listen to it. Without further ado, here's my conversation with Margaret Josephs. Margaret, so as you know, I am a former producer of The Real Housewives of New Jersey, which means I kind of know the DNA of the show, right? Yes, and I and I feel sad we didn't get to work together because you were on the show before I got to uh, make my debut. 
Oh, baby. And let's just get into your debut. You and your pigtails made a mark. (laughs) Yes. I came in twirling with those pigtails. Oh, baby. And I was here for it all. So one thing about this podcast is I like to have a deeper conversation before we get into the meat and the spaghetti of things. So talk to me about how does a Margaret Josephs get cast to be a housewife of New Jersey? It's very funny, Carlos. I First of all, that wasn't my goal. I wasn't trying to get on the show. Season six, when the twins were on, Lucilla had come to me. The casting director was in New Jersey. They reached out through friends. And I said, oh, it's like a hoax. I'll like, you know, I'll take the taping in season six. Because the truth is, Joe and I were doing our own show. We were we were ready, locked and loaded to do pigtails and power tools. That That's absolutely a fact that we were... We were signed with another production company, but I said, oh my God, you know, they're in town. I'll just do it. Well, Lucilla called up and said, you know, the network wants you. We want you to do it. They tried to get me out of my other contract with another production company and the other production company wouldn't let me out. And I was like, oh, you know, me cocky Marge. Oh, I'm getting my own show. I'm not going to do it and passed on it. And that was it. Never, never thought about it again. Flash forward two seasons, you know, Teresa had went away. They put the show on pause for a year. Two years later, season eight comes around. I moved, I six weeks, I moved into this house. My bank account gets frozen. I have a lawsuit, craziness. They come back through like a friend, um, not Siggy, by the way, you know, but a mutual friend of Siggy's. And she's like, oh, they're casting again. They want to know if you'll do it now. I look at Joe. I was like, oh, we have all this stuff going on. The business could use a boost. Let's see if we should do it. They talk to me. They do a Zoom like we're doing now, literally. You know, like a little fa- FaceTime, whatever it was. That They're like, oh, my God, we still love you. The producers come over. Within two weeks, I was the new housewife. It wasn't like a whole jumping through hoops kind of thing. No, that's fast. So let me explain to my listeners. When you are cast to be a housewife, you have to go through what I like to call a boot camp, honey. You have to, like, do all of these scenes to make sure the chemistry is right. I have never met a housewife that I worked with where they got it that fast. So, Margaret, it goes to show you that you are that girl. Yes. It just, you know what? Timing was right. I think they were starting to film. I think other housewives probably had fallen by the wayside. And... They had seen me and they wanted me in season six. So I think they were like, this is this is the perfect timing. And everything just worked out right. You know, they come to your house. They do the walkthrough. I literally moved into this old house like six weeks before then. And and people bitch about now it's not perfect. You should have seen it then. We were ripping out wallpaper. It was a mess. But it just, it just timing was everything. And it was just the right time. Were you a fan of this show before you joined? Truthfully... I only watched season one and two, a little bit of three. And then I took a pause and I didn't watch it. Joe and I were big New York fans and we were watching New York. So, of course, I knew of it. One, two and three watched it, then didn't watch, watched New York. And then then I obviously became a fan after I got back on it. I thought it was scripted. I really thought it was scripted until I got on the show and I was like, holy crap, this is not scripted. Everyone's really crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, look, it's flattering to know that the two seasons you watch, I produced the first two seasons, which in my opinion, it's iconic. And when you watch the show, in all honesty, the first three seasons and keep it real, Margaret, 
Were you a fan of Teresa the first two seasons? Of course. Of course I was a fan of the first two seasons of Teresa when I watched it because she was on the show. And and I that's she was, of course. How could you have not been a fan of Teresa the first two seasons? I love the Manzos as well. I love the whole show the first two seasons. Um, the funny thing is, of course, I was like, I was like, who's this Danielle person? Oh, my God. You know, I was like freaked out. And then I came back on my show with Danielle. But I didn't feel nervous about it because when I went on my season with her, season eight, I fell in love with Danielle. We actually became very good friends. And and that's why it was so sad to see the demise of the friendship between you and Danielle. Because, listen, as a viewer myself, I enjoyed it. As someone who also knows Danielle, deep down inside, Danielle is a sweetheart. Like, she, right? Yes. I'm not, I have, you know what? She pulled my hair. She said horrible things about me. Listen, I fought with her. I only wanted good for her. I am that person who tries to give you real life advice, solid advice. When you don't take it and I see you're only damaging yourself, I don't want any part of it. I don't, there's certain things I don't want any part of. I feel horrible. Um, certain things that happen to her in her life after the fact, I said, your marriage is going to fall apart. You're not going to stay in that house. Everything I said has come true, but I feel horrible for it. I don't think she's a bad person. I don't wish her any ill. Certain people aren't cut out for it. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. no, that that is true. It, listen, being on reality TV, as, as you know, Margaret, it, it, it's tough. Yes. And not everyone is built for it in, in terms of it lasting very long and keeping your sanity and being able to keep, you know, the character in which you are, especially before you join the show. So when you look back on that scene that has been played a thousand times, you and your ponytail... And yes. Danielle in her Versace Achi Achi outfit. And, yes. <laughs> and seeing what occurred, you pour the drink on her, she gets mad, starts to put her shit on fire, and then we see what happened after that. Knowing that hindsight is 2020, when you look at that moment, Margaret, do you have any regrets in terms of pouring the drink on her? Oh, absolutely. I she was in my space. I'm not going to lie. She did chest bump me. I think everything moved very quickly. I tried to diffuse it. I was like, obviously, you know, I'm not one, someone who's going to lay my hands on anybody. That's a fact. I would never do that. I, I poured, I poured the water on her. I shouldn't have poured the water on her. I had said that before. Um, I was, you know, I'm not used to someone, you know, being in my space so much. So I, but I shouldn't have done that. That's a fact. I, hindsight's twenty twenty. I mean, I thought after she set my purse on fire, that was a good retaliation enough. Um, You know, I was like my Valentino bag and everything in it. Um, But I think pulling the hair uh, went too far. That was like dragging. She really could have snapped my neck. It wasn't a little tug. It was like she dragged and pulled my hair. So I think it got the best of her. I think that just went over, over the line. You know, water, water is not, she's not going to, you know, you, you get wet. No one goes to the hospital for having water poured on them. And I think that's where it, it just went too far. You seem to have a love for water, Margaret. You pour water on Danielle. <laughs> you push her husband in the pool. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. The pool push, the pool push was the best. <laughs> Margaret and water, you do, you two do not mix apparently, my love. Um, do you... Would you like to see Danielle back on the show, or do you think at this point it's best for her not to be on it? 
I think it's best for her not to be on it. I think it's, I just think reality is hard in general. And I think when it becomes your whole life and it be, and it, you obsess over it, it's not a good thing. I think she's, listen, I think she's been iconic on the show. I think she had a good run, but I think it just ruled her and I think it, it overtook her. And I don't think it's, it's a good space for her. I just don't. Do you forgive her? I don't her? think it's good for her emotionally. Of course. Yes, of course I forgive her. Of course. Have you seen her recently? No, I haven't. I haven't seen her. When you saw that um, Teresa whispered in Danielle's ear to do it, obviously that was a big moment for that particular season. You two seem to be able to, although, although a struggle in the beginning, but it seems like you two were able to get past that. Um, how are you able to have forgiveness for that moment that it immediately made you emotional and you cried and you were so sad about it? I, you know, I really didn't want to believe it because I couldn't imagine her doing that um, at the time because we were close and we were friends. And I was like, well, what in your right mind are you thinking? You know, I was just in shock because all along she didn't say anything. She had an opportunity to come clean. So I was very upset, but I know she was remorseful. I know when Teresa's remorseful and I do believe, I believed in my heart, she was very remorseful. So when someone's truly remorseful about something, I can forgive them. No. And listen, as someone who knows Teresa personally, I definitely agree with you in terms of, I think we all know that Teresa says what she means and she means what she says. And we've seen Teresa not befriend people anymore and not have that level of honesty when it comes to her apology. So I do agree with you. I think the fact that she said it, we all know that she means it. And now that we have this new season coming on, which Margaret, the Real Housewives of New Jersey, may be the only franchise of the Housewives zeitgeist to where the off-season is more talked about (laughs) than the current. Oh my God. It's what is it about the Real Housewives of New Jersey to where the show hasn't aired yet? It allegedly is going to air February of 2023, but it seems to be more talked about than Potomac, definitely Salt Lake City, and it's the one show that is probably the most anticipated Real Housewives season since Beverly Hills when Denise Richards said, Bravo, fucking Bravo. <laughs> Why is that the case, Margaret Josephs? We have genuine relationships. We are friends all year round. There's family members on this show together. And real life drama happened on this show that has caused pain to exist beyond the show. This wasn't like, go film, you know, it's only for the show. This is real life stuff that has happened on the show that has caused emotion to transcend filming. And I think that's what it is. And I think people don't realize we are all close and that's why our show does so well. We see each other outside of filming. We socialize outside of filming. The husbands are close outside of filming. And that's why this show is so talked about. I mean, it's it's living real life. People see the way we're living. Some family members obviously are not hanging out together. So it's playing out the whole time. I mean, they split the Jersey panel at BravoCon. I think that says it all. What was that like? I mean, why do you think that happened? And how awkward was it? 
I was upset that it happened because I think that we're all professional enough to be together. But I also understood we haven't filmed reunion yet. And there was so much tension and people didn't need to see um, any animosity or any uh, tension and negativity there. I hate to interrupt, but stay tuned for more. We'll be right back after these quick ads. This is Reality with the King, and I'm Carlos King. Let's get back into the show. One of the biggest rumors about this upcoming season, um, we'll get into the, uh, the obvious one, which is Melissa and Teresa, But one of the biggest rumors is something that you're involved in, Margaret. Um, People Magazine, our mutual friend Dave Quinn, reported that allegedly there is this New Jersey woman who who tried to get on the show, befriend you, um, and there's a group text that involves Dave Quinn and other... (laughs) I'll show you the group text. I I could send it. I could screenshot it for you. I could show... Do you want the group text? I'll show you right here. Do you this want is a reality with to... the King exclusive. We love a receipt, girl. <laughs> I have endless receipts. I sent it to numerous people. Um, this happened in February. You could uh, see the date. Do you want the Dave Quinn one, or do you want me to show you what I sent to numerous people that I showed it to? That Honey. I sent her, and she's and she's on it. I'm going to say it point blank. I know the girl since I'm 12. I loved her. Um, we went to middle school together. We were friends for a very long time. I really don't even want to give her a lot of clout, but I'm just going to say it here. I, I am going to, I'm going to show you proof of every, you know, those things. We were separated for a long time. I had a house in the Hamptons in uh, Sagaponic, beautiful area. She was in a motel, a keyword motel in Montauk. Um, <laughs> Her and her husband had come over to see Joe and I. This is before I was on the show. They came back in our life. We had a beautiful friendship. Um, she spent every holiday with us, her and her husband. We, she, I got on the show when they were back in my life. She saw I had opportunities. You know, I had a business before I was on the show. She saw my ups and my downs. I brought her into my life. I, she socialized around the other housewives with me. She came on trips with me. She was privy to a lot of my good things that had happened, which I was grateful for. I loved her. I'm not going to say I didn't. Um, she came out a lot with me. Listen, obviously, I, I'm closer with Melissa than Teresa. Though, you know, but I'm st- I was still close with Teresa. I'm not saying I wasn't. She was around Teresa. She was around everybody. She hated Jennifer Aiden. She had fights with Jennifer Aiden. Actually, at that filming when Teresa was found out about pulling my hair, this girl had a fight with Teresa there. I got her two interviews on the show. She desperately wanted to be a housewife. She's a court reporter, keyword court reporter. Um, and she wanted to be a housewife. And her husband is not working. He, she says he's retired. He was not working because he had a car accident, uh, an accident. He was hit um, unemployed. Uh, I, I could say a lot of things, which I've never said before. And I don't wish them any ill. I only wanted to lift them up. I got her two interviews, two, one year after the next on the show. Do I run NBC Bravo Universal? Absolutely not. Can I get someone blackballed to get not on the show? No. Why would I do that? I brought her around. I wanted her to be a friend. I brought her to filmings. She went to my plastic surgeons. I did everything possible to get her on the show. Everything possible. 
She was upset because I said to her, I said, don't get extensions down to your vagina. Don't look like everybody else. I gave her solid, I gave her solid advice. I was like, stand out. I said, she twisted the truths of things that I said. She said, um, I said, Jackie's jealous of my press. Like little things like that, she would say. You know, that's what she went back to tell Teresa and Jennifer. I said, I didn't, I never said that. What I said to her was, I don't want a situation. You come on the show and I get more press than you. I said, let me give you an example. Melissa gets more press than I do because she's been on the show longer. Just like I get more press than Jackie does because I'm on the show longer than she is. I go, so I don't want a situation where you come on and I don't want any animosity if you come on the show. You know, I gave her the heads up. I am very upfront about shit like that. So that's the ground rules, Carlos, that I said to her. She didn't get on the show two years in a row. She thought I cock blocked her after she didn't get on twice. So then we had some argument. I couldn't bring her to a Christmas party. Then I canceled my own Christmas party. We weren't talking. We had a fight and that was it. She was like, all right, if I can't get on the show being her friend, I'm going to try and bury her. And she contacted Jennifer and Teresa and went to their home after I, I had opened my home to her for years. Her, you know, she was um, not associated with her own family, her parents. She wasn't speaking to them, her brothers and sisters. And she went to their home and said, I, you know, I have dirt about Margaret. Did I? She said this, she did this, she, you know, all bullshit and tried to hurt me and get on the show that way. Giving interviews to page six, her husband contacted two T's in a pod to get on there. He runs the account Ramona's Poop on Twitter and Instagram. I have proof of it. I have the email to show that it ties back to his email. I could show you those receipts as well. And when I found this out, by the way, of February of 21, we found this out before the old reunion that she went over to uh, Jennifer's house. I found out before I contacted Melissa Dolores. I know I'm talking and not letting, but I have to give you the whole story. I found out immediately. I told all the other housewives and I told everybody I ever introduced her to and put her on the group chain. So I had introduced her to Dave Quinn. I introduced her to all my contacts. That's that's how generous in spirit I am. I want to lift everybody up. So I am going to show you this. Do you want the Dave Quinn one? Because I could do it. Whatever you think is necessary, baby. <laughs> okay, I'll show you the one I sent to... Hold on. Here's the one. This is the one that Dave Quinn was on. Here, you could see it. I don't know if you can. Laura, happy Saturday, everyone. I'll read it to you, and then I'll screen. I'll screenshot and send it to your producer. And you could see the date. It's Sunday, February 27th at 5.27 p.m. of 21. Okay? That's how long ago this is. So this was before we even filmed last reunion. And this is now coming up. Like, it's embarrassing for her and them. Happy Sunday, everyone. I'm so sorry to write this, but Laura Jensen, who is on this group text and I, um, and I have brought on this group text and I have brought into our group has unfortunately attempted to insert herself into my employment and contacted and met with my castmates, Jennifer Aiden to undermine me. If you choose to associate with her, please do not include me, which I am sure you won't. I know this is very housewives of me, but we should all know when there's a snake in the group. I hope none of you revealed anything to this beast. She was on every group text. I sent that because you know what? If you're going to go to people I work with, try and undermine me, trying to hurt my career and say things that aren't true, I am going to confront it head on and put you on the group chain. Wow. 
And you know what is so interesting? I think I'm, pre- I think I'm pretty upfront. No, listen, I think as a fan of New Jersey, we all know you're pretty upfront. One thing I know about being a, a reality TV producer is there is something unfortunate about how friendships dissipate because of being famous and getting on reality TV. A lot of people truly do. And listen, I don't know this woman and and this is no shade to her because I'm not in it. What What I'm saying is based on my experience dealing on other shows. A lot of people will sell their soul to get on reality TV. And, I agree. And what was interesting about all of that, um, this woman allegedly DM'd a lot of people, me included, and really <laughs> wanted to... So that's not alleged. Yes. Uh, you know, who really wanted to have her um, story Moment. out there. And one of the things she alleged is a lot of things about infidelity. I'm not going to reveal too much on the show because I don't want to get you in trouble, nor myself. But there are allegedly a lot of accusations this upcoming season of New Jersey about infidelity. Is it true that this woman is the one who started those rumors? Yes, she she said those rumors. Yeah, she came to Teresa and Jennifer with those rumors. She's just putting them out there. She claims they came from me and not directly from me that I heard it from someone else, you know, saying all these things. Um, you know, what better way to make your way onto a show than then twist ounce of truth. She said she was out. We were out with these people. Are we friends with all these people? She said these infidelities happened with. Of course. We're friends with these people. She, was she out with these, you know, out with us with these people? Yes. Things like that. But to say something where there's no proof, there's no photos. You heard it. You heard it in my house. Of course, everybody knows she was in my house. If you weren't, what, what, where is this coming from? And when did this happen? Oh, it happened four years ago. I heard this four years ago. What, what, what's the benefit of this? Why are you saying these things? You're trying to get on a reality show. You're not very credible. What, what is the point? And now you're, you're DMing, you're this, you're trying to insert yourself into relevancy. It's, it's disappointing. And you go to my two biggest people who I was not getting along with at the time. And are you able to confirm whether or not she does appear on the show this season? Does not appear. Does not appear. She does not appear on the show this season. Um, again, I don't want to give too much away, but allegedly um, this may be the introduction into Teresa versus Melissa, which I know has been the one of the biggest um, issues this season. And according to sources, people have said that Teresa versus Melissa this upcoming season is nothing like you've ever seen before. That everything else prior to this is a fucking walk in the park compared to what's to come. Are you able to confirm that? You know what? It's it's different. It's a different kind of Teresa versus Melissa. It's not really Teresa versus Melissa. I think it's uh, it's painful. I think there's a lot of undercurrent. It's it's a different kind of um it's a different kind of uh drama. And it's it's not combative. I think people are going to find it very interesting. I think it's deep. So I think everyone's going to have to watch. I don't want to give away too much. I think it heats up, but yeah. I think it's it's a different kind of thing. And it's it's painful. And I think there's grudges being held that should not be. You know, that's my opinion, Carlos. You know, I I'm not a, clearly I'm not a grudge holder, right? So I'm not big with the grudges. 
You know, I'm not big with grudges. So no. it upsets me. Yeah. It, it, ups- it upsets me. I don't like to go back. I like to look forward. And I don't like to say, well, you did this 10 years ago or you did this a long time ago or you did that. That's that's not something that works in life in general. What are your thoughts on what's been circulating? I mean, look, I consider myself to be a journalist. <laughs> yes, yes, you are. So Listen, look, you're coming out the talk show. Come on. So, Margaret, I like to report the news and go home yes. and, and be in my closet and just watch television. So, obviously, one of the biggest topics right now is my conversation with Heather McDonald about Teresa yes. being blindsided that um, Melissa and Joe was joining the show. I had Teresa, who's my friend on my podcast, yes. where she did reveal, which I, I I did not know she was going to reveal it, um, how me and Melissa are Facebook friends, and Melissa used to message me on Facebook, all those things, right? Um, and, and obviously, it's been the talk of the town. You recently um, had an appearance with Teresa. How did it go, and was this topic brought up during that appearance? We had a great, we had a great appearance. It was, you know, very cordial, but it was funny because they asked me about my podcast. I said, I have entrepreneurs, disruptors. I named some people. And then I said, I have Carlos King um, on my podcast. And that ignited <laughs> Teresa. She got mad at me. Yeah, I know. And, and you called him a liar. Did I call you a liar? No, you didn't call me a liar. But you, listen, you, I said you caused a shitstorm on the internet. <laughs> That's what I said. I said, yeah, you, no, you did you not did? call me a liar. You, I, it's funny. Out of it, out of it, uh, hear that you said that. What, what was said? You were, you were, you and Joe. Hi, Joe. Um, your Joe, not the other Joe. <laughs> your Joe, yes. and you were being interviewed by someone. They brought up my interview, and the only thing you said was that wasn't the story that me and you talked about on your podcast. And yes. Um, what I was saying because, to Teresa. Yes, you said you were called in the supermarket by Teresa. And she told you that they were coming on the show. Oh no, and and I and I stand by that. And, and that was yes. the thing. And that was the thing. And I said and to I Teresa said I didn't too. I'm a liar. Yeah, no, you didn't call me a liar. No, you did not. What I said to Teresa was, um, I did my interview with Margaret a week before, I'm sorry, a week after. Um I did my interview with Teresa. And obviously, like I said earlier, me and Teresa have known each other for yes. over 10 years. Our conversation is deeper. Margaret and I did not go deep into it because no, the interview I that I did with that. you. Right. The interview that I did with you was not um detailed on that. So I wanna I wanna say that no, you did not call me a liar. You said that's not the story you were told. Because at the end of the day, you and I never talked about the Facebook thing because I kept that to myself. So when Teresa brought it up, I'm not going to lie. It is it is no. the truth. And look, and I want to say this on my podcast. I said it on your podcast, and I said it to Teresa, too. I just want the world to know that I am not involved in that no. family dynamic. My truth was my truth about Teresa, how she found out, and the Melissa thing. I do not dislike Melissa. I don't know Melissa. I don't know Jorgorga. Look, that's they are great for the show. I've said that I before. Yes. And as a person who has nine siblings and a big family, I I think it's sad to where things are. And my hope I agree. My hope is that they're able to get past this. But as someone who's close to Melissa and has a friendship with Teresa, when you when you hear these stories. 
how do you feel about it? Like, do you feel at the end of the day, in a perfect world, Melissa would have at least given Teresa a heads up? Or do you feel at the end of the day, they were not on speaking terms and she doesn't owe her anything? I, the story, see, Carlos, the story I know is that Melissa and Andy Cohen said, Melissa, Teresa knew Melissa interviewed. She didn't know she got it, but she knew she was interviewing for the position and she was annoyed by it. She didn't realize that she got it. Oh, see, just I argument, didn't know that part. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Remember, I'm that's what we had talked about exactly, on my podcast. Yeah. We talked about that on my podcast. And it was a family show and, you know, other family members were on it. Listen, it's very hard to work with family. But Dina and Caroline were on it and Jacqueline, they were all related it's not far-fetched that Melissa and Joe would be on it with Teresa. I understand. Listen, it's hard to work with family. I understand that. But now we're 10 years down the road. You know what I mean? We're we're 10 years down the road. So that's what I try and say to Teresa. Who cares? Say if you didn't know. Just say, like, you know, that's... Why are you still upset? Like, let's just put this behind us. You've worked with them for so long. You've both fed off each other. We've had an amazing run. This has been a great show. The successes of it for both of you. Like, let's not be upset. It's not worth it. it. Nothing is worth this upset. That's the way I feel. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's just, it's too far gone already. It's like, why we shouldn't still be talking about this. You have a, you know, Teresa, you're happily married. You have a beautiful life moving forward. Like, this should be, like she says it, her rearview mirror. What do you what are you still talking about? It's not worth it. You don't, there's nothing to be vindicated over. It's like, it's over. You know what I mean? It's like, whatever it is. You know, Melissa says, this is the truth. She, you know, from the beginning, she said, Teresa knew she was interviewing. She really, she really wholeheartedly says that. That is what I heard from the beginning when I met them. Teresa wholeheartedly says she had no idea. Never those two are going to agree on something. Never, never is that going to happen. So the whole point is, is just like, what, why are we, but it's so far in the past. Why are we still talking about it? Like, listen, I have such family bullshit, such family drama. I could complain about nonstop. I mean, but I would never have a relationship with some people in my life if I still spoke about it. Right. Am I still going to be talking about Teresa pulling my hair? No, I don't give a shit at this point. It's like, whatever I chose to you know, forgive and forget. It's like, we got to drop it. Yeah. Yeah, no, listen, I I hope that at, at some point they're able to reconcile. And look, I, I just think it's, it's, it's unfortunate what happened. And as someone who was around the first two seasons, I the one thing I will say is I understand how Teresa um, feels about filming with her family only because she saw how unfortunate the Manzo situation was. And as somebody who was a part of that for the first two seasons, Margaret, listen, and this is, this is not me trying to like give an exclusive about behind the scenes stuff. What I will say about the Manzo's, the first two seasons, you guys have no idea how deep that shit was behind the scenes. It was God awful and I think um, that's probably where Teresa hit is that. And I and I do understand that. But you guys have the second highest rated franchise behind Beverly Hills. And a lot of it has to do with this current cast. You, you, this cast is super phenomenal. It's super great. I think all of you guys work well together. D- do we get a chance to see any reconciliation, Margaret, between you and the great Jennifer Aiden? 
Um, I thought we reconciled last year. I thought we had a beautiful reconciliation last year. Whenever I reconcile with someone, it's genuine. Um, I'd like to say I'm very genuine. I think some of my cast members are not. I'm going to have to leave it at that. (laughs) When I say, when I reconcile with someone, it's from the heart. Obviously, with other people, it's not. How is this show able to move forward if there is this big division in the group? Do you see a way out of this divide? I think for the sake of, listen, I, you know, I never thought, look at me and Teresa last year. I mean, she, I, I made it on the wedding list somehow. I mean, look at what happened last year with her and I, and, you know, she wanted to murder me and, you know, I don't think time heals all wounds because it doesn't. I don't think it always does. But I think reflection, um, everybody's got to take a minute. I think maybe when, I I hope when we watch the season back and you see everybody's pain, maybe things could change. We have a time till we go to the reunion. I think time is going to tell when everybody watches the season back. One of my last questions is, You are a polarizing figure to watch. Um, I enjoy watching you on the show. Thank you. I think you are super fantastic for the show. Um, There's been a lot of um, failures with New Housewives (laughs) coming in after I left. Uh, But you you and Jennifer Aiden, to me, are... Are the two best casting decisions. I I, I think you two are just. I think you two are just so fucking fantastic. Honestly, what do you think is the biggest misconception when it comes to you? I think uh, the biggest mis two big misconceptions. I think because I am so strong that um, that I'm not sensitive, or that I don't feel the pain. People could think that oh she's cold about something, or when I say something. Um, you know, like, oh, I don't care about kids. I don't care about moms. That's nonsense. I, because I have a strong conviction, people think that I don't feel things. Uh, and that and that's not the case. I I do. I just have been in business a long time before I got on this show. I, I am tough and I am resilient. And I think that's that's what it is. I don't crumble easy because I haven't had the opportunity in life. I I wasn't able to because I had to stand on my own. So I think people think I'm tougher than I am because I I do cry easily. I I am super sensitive and things do hurt me, but I do bounce back quickly. And and I could see, so I think that's a big misconception. I think it's a big misconception about me being a mom. Everyone's like, you don't see your kids, you don't do this. No, I'm very private. That is something I hold very, very dear and and close to my heart. Yes, I spoke about the pain of being separate from my children and two out of the six, two out of two out of six kids. And yes, I have a biological son and we are also super close, but I keep that so private that I don't want anybody to really know about me as a mom. I mean, I wish I could share because that's the that's my top priority. And it's such a and, top and, priority that, that I keep it chi- private. And it's true that your child doesn't want to be on the show, right? won't have nothing to do with the show, doesn't have social media, uh, stays very out of the public eye, never. And it's funny, even before I was on the show, if we'd go on a vacation, he would say, don't post. Very humble, very private. Uh, Don't let people know where we are. Don't let people know what we have. All my kids are like that. 
Except Brett, my oldest stepson filmed with me and did things with me. But Joe's kids, same thing. And we we are all very close. So I think that's a very misconception. So people, that's the biggest insult people love, love to give me. Your kids hate you. You know, whenever they're upset with me on the show, they, they always try and stick it to me. Oh, your own kids don't want to be around you. And, you know, I, I my big reaction is I, you know, I want to stick it back and be like, oh, you know, fuck off, basically. Like, I'm with my kid, But I don't even have to prove that to anybody because anybody who knows me in my town, anybody who... I'm very blessed with a beautiful family, and that's why I keep it so private. Well, look, you have paid your dues on The Real Housewives of New Jersey. You are definitely one of the best additions on that show. Thank you. And I would like to see you continue. Before I let you go, I got to get one last question in. Of course, lovey. If you could bring back any former housewife of New Jersey to join you wonderful ladies, who would it be and why? I really would bring back Caroline Manzo. I've said it before because, listen, she's been off air for a while. She's watched us. She has a different perspective. She knows she's still good friends with Dolores. She knows some of these ladies. Her and Teresa have been together. They filmed um, commercials together. There could be deep perspective there. Um, there could be healing, and I think she. I think she would be good for the show. I think we could have a good time together, and I. Th- I think it could be an interesting perspective. I really do, and I think it's like old Jersey meets New Jersey, and you know what I mean. And and it all come full circle. As the king of reality TV, Margaret, I would have to agree. Yes. So, Margaret, my my beauty, let the world know where they can find you, follow you, support you, and all those wonderful things. Thank you so much. Okay, you can follow me at The Real Margaret Josephs on Instagram. Listen to my podcast every week where you get yours, Caviar Dreams, Tuna Fish Budget. It's about entrepreneurs, disruptors. Um, you'll hear Carlos King on it. And then you could, basically, that's it. My website, margaretjosephs.com. And we're coming out with a new mocktail, soiree. How do you soiree? Soiree your way. Love that. Love that. Thank you, Margaret. Thanks, Carlos. <laughs> Baby, when I say to you, I cannot wait until this upcoming season of The Real Housewives of Jersey. There is so much tea that's being spilled. I mean, I think this may be one of their best seasons. And child, I can't wait. I also can't wait for the reunion, too, because y'all know they're going to bring up Carlos King and reality with the king. (laughs) Come on, boo. (laughs) thank you for listening to reality with the king new episodes drop every wednesday and friday share comment follow and subscribe to reality with the king wherever you get your podcast visit realitywiththeking.com and be sure to follow me at the carlos king underscore on Instagram and Twitter. Tweet me your thoughts and hot takes about this episode using the hashtag #RealityWithTheKing. Reality with the King is a production of More Sauce by Stitcher. It is executive produced by me, Carlos King, and Jasmine Henley Brown. We are also produced by Lashik Lotus Lee and Brandon Nix. Engineering and music by Marcus Hump. 
more sauce. 